Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And as we continue our discussion on infinite mastery... There is really good news on the forefront here. As we move into the next level of consciousness, this is where our ascended master consciousness comes in. And boy, are we experiencing this this year. My guest today has an amazing story in her journey, stepping into her truth and this ability to channel the circle of light. We're going to experience an energy attunement in this episode as well. But first, there's so many lessons from the Council of Light on Master Consciousness. Georgia Jean is a former stand-up comedian who suddenly channeled the circle of light. Let's welcome Georgia Jean to Quantum Conversations. Hi, Georgia. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me, and hi to everybody out there listening. This is so fun. Our conversation is going to talk about this deeper level of embodiment that's been going on pretty much all year. You say that this really is a special integration year, and we're going to talk about that. Mm. But first, let's talk about you because uh, your personal story, my goodness, you are a stand-up comedian and something happened to you. Share that story because how do you go from stand-up comedian to a channel? (laughs) I know. I I don't know. Yes, I do. So, yes, I was uh, living in L.A. and I was being a stand-up comedian, uh, just very focused on being in the industry and, uh, uh, you know, trying to get my sitcom and all that sort of thing. And Mm -hmm. it was such a very tough, tough business and so hard on the ego that I it's kind of when I really embraced really working on myself and I'd always kind of been interested in tarot cards and said I actually had studied done meditation for years and so all of those other little things were in place but it was really this 
sort of moment in time when I was trying to make it uh, through some, I was being harassed and through some very difficult uh, uh, situations that I had a spontaneous knock you to the floor event where I connected with uh, the Circle of Light who did actually go by the Council of Light initially <laughs> and mm. then they kind of uh, turned into the Circle of Light um, and it was, it was, I had spoken, I had actually been to see Abraham Hicks and had the opportunity to speak with, uh, with, uh, Abraham and I was reading Seth at the time. So I, I understood about channeling and I thought it was going to happen to a friend of mine who was communicating through a, a kind of, uh, this thing called the, the Pathfinder. It's like a shamanistic, uh, speaking board. It's kind of Ouija board in the light thing. And they were saying, we want to speak through you. And I was just anticipating it happened to them. And when I would just sit there like a secretary and write out spirit dictation that she would receive through this board. And then just boom, one day they just came flooding into me and I just spontaneously started channeling them. And I think it's because I was a comedian. I was actually open in the throat and was used to just kind of flowing, you know, <laughs> flowing through that that space. I was good at improv and that kind of thing. So, um, wow. you know, everything we do is like preparation, I think, in many ways. And being, at, we all have ways where we access the zone through which these things can happen. And some people, you know, access it through music or whatever. Um, and that's what I had. And then I was like, you know, still trying, still being a stand up, being a caterer, working at celebrity weddings and like picking up crushed grapes off the ground. And, and later that night, the <laughs> Archangel Michael would be speaking through me. And like, I was just, this is completely crazy sort of thing. And, you know, you have to really work with it to develop the trust in it, to develop the ability, um, you know, something I had to just, I just really worked with, with some people that felt very safe for me. And then I started working with clients and it's been quite, quite the journey. Yeah. <laughs> quite the journey. Yes. And so now what has happened is the messages coming from the circle of light are just mm. so purposeful for this time that that's yeah. your mission is to get these out. But I'd like sure. to ask you about what you said that you, you know, you were being harassed. And mm. um, so was this like a, um, what some report is a dark night of the soul. Can you talk a little bit more about what actually happened in that energetic when you really surrendered and allowed this yeah. to uh, occur? Yeah. And that's actually a really great question because in the pathway of becoming a channel, as you are bringing in higher and higher frequencies and broad, bigger and bigger energies and you're working with more and more people in the collective, you actually kind of have multiple quote-unquote dark nights of the soul where your ego is being yeah. cracked so it can open up and... For me, when I was I was at the comedy store in, in Los Angeles, it's one of the top clubs there and um there was a very strong very misogynistic environment and I was being seriously harassed and I think that this is really interesting because my good ego was saying, Don't leave this club, you know, fight, stay for you know, I was a girl very few girls in, in you know, in the industry and uh, uh, very few girls could hang at that club. It was such a sort of like <laughs> intense mm -hmm. place. 
Um, and my fighting spirit was like, you know, I, I want to stand up for the women and I don't want to be bullied out of here. And in the end, it just got so bad. And I, and, and this to me is often a sign of initiation when someone's initiating to the next level of consciousness. I had to choose to stop going there, which felt like, uh, you know, and on some levels I still probably do feel that as a failure, but I had to choose to stop going to this club. And, but it was a week after that that I had my event where I opened up and it really showed me that the mind and the ego can often disguise itself as quote unquote the good voice as well. And as you're initiating to, to, to your next levels where you're really surrendering your mind and cracking open to allow greater consciousness to come through, um, you have to be aware that the, the mind when it is resisting being cracked open, can be very wily. <laughs> and I think it even happens in the in the world of spirituality that people might learn a little bit about spirituality and then the mind attaches to that vernacular um, and tries to keep you in limitation with that. Um, and there's many concepts that I work with, um, that we work with, that are very... Um, you know, some people would say, oh, that's, you know, um, you know, you're not staying in spiritual law or something like that. And it's actually the mind, uh, the mind has, has found that vernacular to keep you trapped in its, in its known zone and, and a space like that. And, um, so when the crush is happening, you essentially, in many ways, can't quote unquote trust your mind you have to surrender that is the process that gets you to the next level no matter how wise you are no matter how much you've learned no matter how much personal growth and evolution you've done when these sort of dark night of the soul experiences happen I, I really think call it kind of it's like a spiritual crash is happening because your soul is pushing in so hard it's kind of crushing your ego on some level um, at that point surrender is is the release point and then the the, the sort of soul energy of the, the greater consciousness can move on in because the mind is, has let go finally um, even when it's being even when it's being quote unquote good if that makes sense um, and so understanding when you're going through initiation understanding what are the signposts of an of an initiation to the next level of consciousness can be very helpful um, so you can kind of let that initiation happen faster instead of, you know, resisting re resisting even with the good quote-unquote spiritual mind where it's uh, trying to take you. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So, yeah. you know, uh, it really is the surrender of the ego mm -hmm. to allow... Yeah higher consciousness to come in and so then mm -hmm. as you allowed this higher consciousness to come in what mm. happened when you surrendered the ego or or what can you take us to that moment well when the you know when i had the actual event um the actual event was pretty powerful because I think there was a big gathering of forces <laughs> kind of like cracking me open and and it was literally, there was so much energy in the room, you know, at times I was 
not like knocked to the floor with the energy and it was just kind of moving in and I that yeah like you know I just had to kind of surrender even though my mind was like what is going on here you know um but it's it's almost a, it's a constant process of that to like I said, if you recognize what the signs are, which is usually resistance in yourself, often these feelings of fear and anxiety that people start to have happen, confusion, indecision, uncertainty, um, these are all indicators that the mind is operating. Uh, and when, whenever I've had to crack, particularly once I've continued working with the, with the circle, whenever I've cracked into a higher level I've actually found tools as well like what helped me do the, get through that and they're the tools that I use with my clients a lot of whom are people who are on, on this kind of mastery pathway and they need these tools that handle the, the cracking of the ego at this level um, so they usually just feel like a softening of the energy at that point and an expansion um, but there's a whole element of our nervous system as well because our nervous system is wired, it's part of the mind and it's wired to keep things the same and that's why people often experience a lot of anxiety and uh, like survival triggering when they're being cracked to a next level of consciousness um, and I don't think that is as well understood as it could as it could be because there's just tools like EFT that can help calm the nervous system enough to help that surrender process because we can mentally surrender but when our survival nervous system is wired to survive <laughs> that is that system is designed to overrun our conscious thinking so there's a variety of tools that, that are really helpful and um but usually the sign that the, that it's you know that the surrender is happening is that sense of softening and release and for me when I find the tool required at that level of cracking um, I will feel the release of the energy that's that's sort of pushing in um, and then there's the expansion because it, it's usually a, a process you know we this is the biological aspect is very important for, for people to understand because you can get an idea conceptually, like I can tell you this stuff and, and, and people can get it conceptually, but just like language, we have to learn new levels of consciousness and this requires the rewiring of, you know, the neural pathways because it's the neural path, we're still operating through our brain. Our brain is still giving us our experience of a visceral reality. But as the neural pathways adapt to interpret higher frequencies and new signals, then we can actually start physically experiencing the new reality. Uh, and and that I, I think that's also a little bit misunderstood. People want to have a single shot, like spiritual experience, and then they believe that they're going to be able to seat themselves in that level of consciousness. And I, I don't think biologically that you're caught up with that you can kind of hit it and peak with it but unless you're consistently training yourselves with like higher frequencies um you it's very difficult to learn the language of the new consciousness and to live in that visceral reality so i'm a big proponent of 
consistency, even if you're just doing small things, um, like listening to recordings consistently, you're, you're receiving frequencies consistently, um, then necessarily doing one-off big events. It's, that's, in my opinion, it's, it's, a, it's a better framework for, for us to progress from having the cracking consciousness and then biologically adapting to this new level of consciousness that becomes a living reality. Can you give us an example of what that was like for you or anybody uh, that you've worked with and your clients? It's like, I, I'm, I'm sure that we can all look in our own lives and say, all right, that was a crack into a higher mm. level of consciousness. Mm. And then yeah, sure. how yes. we go about yes. rewiring the brain, because this yeah. has been proven. We know that we do create these neural pathways, but yet yeah. there's this this notion called plasticity where we can change yeah. that. So then yeah. how, like, what did you experience when you noticed a crack to a higher level, then the expansion, and then the rewiring mm. of the neural pathways? What'd you do? Yeah. So, and thank you for reminding me, because what, what cracks can look like for people, and a lot of people come to me with something chronic going on. Chronic physical conditions is a big speciality that we work with, um, but just chronic in life some way, like chronic heartbreak. You know, if it's chronic, mm-hmm. if it's really, really bad, and no matter what you've done, you can't fix it, quote, unquote, um, then you're probably going through a crack and you're being driven down that spiritual path to find something or someone that actually has that answer because this is where, again, the good ego who wants to kind of be like, I got this, I can do this, I'm strong enough to do this by myself, you know, (laughs) um, actually doesn't know what's coming ahead. It doesn't know. That's why you're initiating to your next level of consciousness. So having having someone who's already experienced that crack and people come to me, usually they're freaking out. (laughs) And then Mm -hmm. I'm like, Okay, I've been through enough of these and I freak out when I go through a crack myself, but I know what is happening, you know, and I know yes. that, I, I, you know, and I understand that it's a cycle. So usually, like I said, first you get this kind of soul crush, which is really the mind creating, whether it's creating in your physical body or it's creating in your external reality, um, some kind of intense drama, some kind of big problem, or you're experiencing anxiety, stress, uh, depression, you know, some extreme emotional state. Um, these are often indicators that actually the nervous system is starting to get reactive to uh, a higher frequencies that tr- that's trying to move in, and it doesn't know what it is. So it's it's responding with the threat response. Um, and chronic pain and chronic illnesses in the body is a lot about contraction. And I won't talk all about that because it's like another whole thing, but um, physical conditions are often very connected to um, how the survival system is operating in the body. So when you, when you first of all are aware that a new state of consciousness will often trigger your survival system, then you go, okay, yeah, I'm freaking out about this, but mm-hmm. I know that this is because there is a foreign frequency trying to move it far into my egoic consciousness, my singular identity egoic consciousness. It's far into that and so my nervous system is reacting. So so then you have to start building that muscle of using tools that are integrative, that soften 
instead of re- going with the reaction of the nervous system, tapping is wonderful. I, I think it's one of the, just an amazing tool in general. But uh, softening your response, moving out of reactivity, and embracing, mm-hmm. learning how to go into total non-judgment on all states. Like we use a lot of love and acceptance, and we use a lot of feeling things as energy so instead of feeling fear which is a survival response as fear and all the psychology or even hatred is a survival response i had a lot of anger come up and some really dark emotions will come up as you're initiating because it's all coming up to clear out um to go into non-judgment even though i feel i'm feeling hatred right now this is my nervous system responding to a threat if i was living in a cave and i was being invaded hatred would be an appropriate motivating energy um so i'm not going to act off the hatred but i'm going to work with feeling it and integrating it and kind of calming my nervous system and it's a lot of non-judgment especially the higher you're integrating that or you're that you're initiating then all of the really dense emotional stuff is going to come up. And that, when people have been on the spiritual path for a while, they're like, oh, my God, <laughs> I should be a nice person. And now I'm feeling all this hatred and, and I'm mm-hmm. so confused. And that's an indicator that, that the crack is going on. I'm feeling rage, you know. Uh-huh. Oh, I want to be nice. I want to be positive. I want to be loving and spiritual. And then this big ball of rage comes up and your life is in hell in a handbasket. You've got to... Pull back the judgment on who you're supposed to be at this point in your life and just feel the emotions and start working with them instead of trying to push them away. And I think mm-hmm. the positivity movement is wonderful, but it actually also can really set people up for some unhelpful, suppressive um, uh, behaviors that actually prolong the painful parts of initiation. So a lot of it surrender. And once you surrender to emotion it just turns into energy in in motion once you just feel hatred or feel rage and go okay i love the part of me that is feeling this it softens almost instantly and then it just becomes energy because all emotion is energy energy in motion so so it's it that's pretty that little every little surrender you do creates an expansion and this starts to train the the ego mind to accept this process and then it starts to get on board with it. Then the ego mind starts being your helper instead of your hindrance. Um, and that is how I think the, the sort of neural pathways can begin to start rewiring. But the actual visceral experience of sort of being able to operate on this level comes more after some of these biological adaptations have happened. So, for example, I think so many people are really experiencing a lot of telepathy now. That Mm -hmm. is really beyond our physical senses, really beyond our, you know, our old wiring. But Mm -hmm. our mind can now interpret what would be considered non-physical frequencies into just a knowingness that someone's thinking about you or a knowingness of actually what they are, uh, you know, what is going on in someone's life, that, that all of that stuff is expansion. And it keeps kind of moving out from that. I think we're, we're getting into more of those experiences that are not applicable to our biologically wired physical senses. And that comes from the, the neural pathway programming. So, you know, just exposure to concepts 
gives the mind belief in the possibility and exposure to frequencies um, like that the channel that the circle of light bring in when they come in they bring a lot of frequency or even anyone who's holding an embodiment of a higher consciousness in some way is just holding frequency in their energy field what they are creating does that so all of these things you don't have to be a spiritual teacher to be actually helping other people's neural pathways to rewire um, because it, the frequency is held in the energy field um, am I going a mile a minute here there's <laughs> just so much to share and I, <laughs> I want to kind of give people the, the, the foundation here it's a beautiful foundation and we do get it and we can look back even over this summer with the energies that um, mm-hmm. really required us to surrender to the emotion. Totally. On one totally. hand, I, I call it explosive after the series of ex- eclipses uh, mm. of this summer. At one mm. point, it did feel explosive. You mentioned that, you know, as yeah. light workers, here we are. We think we're done with this. We've done this inner work. Yeah. But then, oh, yeah, boy, yeah, yeah. here comes something. Yeah. And it's, a, it's yeah. that crack that once we get mm-hmm. over it and we feel, you know, it's like the surrender to it, it's like letting it all go and just saying, all right, it yeah. really does not m- matter. So yeah. Um, yeah. that's the And recognizing that you can't know. Yes. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But yet and, this uh, inner big, knowingness, yes. The the big thing is surrendering to the heart too. That's the other piece that, what, you know, I mean, heart centering has been a big part for a long time. But with the, so as I understand it, um, you know, we've been building this new 5D grid Frame, you know, frame framework for us to kind of move on to, and people are moving on to. It's getting stronger as we do all this purification work, and mm-hmm. you know, the the grid can kind of hold more consciousness. More people are moving on to it, and and one of these, one of the elements of moving on to this consciousness is this master consciousness integration that has now become a possibility where where people master consciousness which is their aspect of their soul consciousness that has already mastered creation throughout all dimension and realms and may have already incarnated as a as a quote-unquote known master some sort of celebrity master uh, like saint germain or christ consciousness or or you know whoever um uh this uh, this level of soul consciousness is now able to move on in because the earth is able to hold a lot more people energetically who are vibrating at that frequency, which I don't believe was a possibility before. Um, and and this is all the work. And I didn't even know about this, this step until it starts happening, until I start channeling about it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's <laughs> happening. I don't know what what, ahead, what is coming ahead. I'm just like, okay. Um so, but this started coming in this year very specifically that the 5D grid is now ready for uh, people to essentially incarnate their ascended master without, you know, you don't have to die and reincarnate to come back as an ascended master. You can sort of incarnate in a living way your master consciousness. But this requires a further um, letting go of the egoic self. 
Um, and it's really a big thing. And anyone who has been on the path for a while or doing a lot of work, yeah, if you've been kind of losing your mind again this year, do not take it badly. You're not doing something wrong. It's this big thing that's coming in. And also um, there's also a massive, which I started receiving that July 4th, a massive um Awakening of the star seeds is happening as well, where we have like one fifth of the population has, has the opportunity to awaken over the next six months. So there's also that going on as well. That there's some people are really far ahead in this journey and mastery and, and understanding themselves as a multi-dimensional galactic consciousness. <laughs> some people are just starting to learn the principles of self-love. Um, but these waves of cracking are happening and because of the work that everybody's been doing so far um, to strengthen the framework so we can have more people move into their multidimensionality and, and move into their move into who they really are the uh, you know the, because the planetary the planet itself had to be prepared for this the planetary energy um, so it's extreme it's, I mean I've been doing this for 14 years and this is definitely the most exciting time. I feel like where we are really, it's really happening. <laughs> like what we're, yes. <laughs> what we've been kind of to toiling away at much more than like 2012. I'm like, no, it's really, it's really on now. It's very exciting. Yes, it's really on now. And I have said this before that it is unstoppable. You know, we've yeah. seen this uh, love renaissance happen in the 60s, even in the mm -hmm. early 1900s with theosophy. Mm. And it is unstoppable mm. now. So it's yeah. quite beautiful. And we were it's talking true. about um, earlier about how you, your information that comes to you comes from the circle of light and the channeled yeah. messages. And when we yeah. were chatting before the show, I found it fascinating that this is what has been reported from major light workers all across mm. our planet all of this year we've had some mm. deep integrations of people with their higher selves mm. their master selves even mm. their galactic their galactic mm. oversouls so it's yeah. really it's really quite fascinating so we're going to mm. have a chance to speak with the circle of light um before yeah. we bring them in can you mm. Can you share a little bit about where they are from? Do you know of a realm? Are they beings of light? What's that like? And where do you go when you're channeling them? Are you aware? When I'm channeling them. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, I am. And this is a really interesting question now because it also comes to a level where, and this, I think what I'm going to say might be quite controversial, is that as people become more aware of the metaphysical, I believe that there's a real movement where people are still projecting their egoic wounds into the multi-dimensional realm, particularly mm. people who are really caught up on like the concepts of dark forces and all that sort of stuff. Because in the work that we do, we're, we're really cracking to the all consciousness, which is that essentially you're the, you are everything. And so um, the circle of light, uh, they're a moving collective and, and they'll bring in new people like, like you know, this group called the Starseed Alliance came in. They're, the circle of light are kind of like my gate, the gatekeepers, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and initially I was told they were like, you know, it's like Archangel Michael and, 
I've actually kind of forgotten because it's been a while since I've asked them who, who it is. Um, uh, um, you know, I can channel the Christ consciousness. I'm a broad spectrum channel, so I've channeled Christ consciousness, Mother Mary, Isis, uh, the Pleiades, like, but they're, they're not all my main team. I feel like the Circle of Light just kind of opened up the gateway. So it's kind of a changing group, to be honest. Um, I feel mm. that they're, you know, that they're very, because the the message of our work, we don't talk very much story about um, who all the different galactic consciousnesses, consciousnesses are historically, because in general, our work is about dissolving all story and moving into all consciousness. So it's just not something that I actually get a lot of information. Even if I'm channeling, uh, I have a client who's very Atlantean and so I'll bring in the Atlantean energies for her. They don't talk a lot about the history of Atlantis through me, for example. They've, they've told her who she is, what they're, what they're doing, what she is here to do in terms of opening up portals and gateways um, for other people with that stream of energy. But just like we don't, when we work with people, we don't heavily focus on the story of the drama at work or whatever. <laughs> we just focus on the energy. Is it flowing or is it in resistance? So, um, you know, I just say they're a higher collective of, of um, uh, you know, advanced consciousnesses who, and they have those many flavors. But ultimately what I have to say is it's me, you know, and it's actually you. Like it is, you know, yes. it, it is that it, we, our minds will create identities because it's something that we can kind of, you know, relate to. And this is people are having, having to learn we have our singular egoic identity. So I'm Georgia Jean. I have my multidimensional identity which is you know my galactic you know influences uh, whatever they are um but essentially i'm all consciousness and that's mm -hmm. where where we are really working with people is to guide people because when you work from the all consciousness you have you can heal throughout all of those layers you know and and i think that's an important thing for people to you know who are if someone is really stuck on oh this is and this look this is my opinion but I feel it energetically and it's what comes through and people are very like well if you're you know even like if you're a reptilian you're you're bad or dark or there's a history you know it's all energy at the end of the day mm -hmm. and it can all be brought into the into the into the heart and, and integrated and if you want to you know, get reach your mastery consciousness levels. At a certain point, you have to put those stories away, just in the same way as you put away the stories of your noisy neighbour persecuting you. Um, that's my little raise on that. Yes. Um, well, it makes so much sense because a, a question coming in from our audiences is, isn't the circle of light synonymous with the higher self? And you said that there. Yes, it's the higher self or all consciousness. All consciousness, so, yeah. um, yes, all consciousness. Okay. Yeah. And so this is what you channel and we're going to have mm -hmm. 
um, energetic attunement. Talk a little bit about that because you said that we are um, getting used. We're learning the language of these higher frequencies, and that's mm. what we're going to experience today as well. Yes, that's right. And um, um, yeah, with the with the uh, when I channel, you know, really the words are only a part of what is happening. It's it's the frequencies that that come in and the when when people uh you know when you create a kind of a portal of higher frequency and it's elevating your your consciousness into it it's kind of just just what it's really doing is it's helping to dissolve the illusion of reality so you can actually experience that that higher frequency and you're mm-hmm. still kind of sentient in some way then you're your brain and your biology and also your conscious mind can obviously learn the tools, but it can start to learn what that space is. It's like if there's a room that's dark, you don't know what's in that room. You can't, you don't know where the furniture is in that room. You haven't learned it. But if you go into that room and you put on the lights and then, you know, you, you look around and you, you, uh, then you leave the room. Well, the more time you visit the room and turn the lights on, the more you remember and you know that room and the more you can start and the more you do that, then you start living in that room. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so that's been always uh, my goal is how can we create something where people can have a very consistent uh, exposure to the energies so they can, they can learn the energies and start to manifest from that level in their life and heal their bodies and heal their lives and all, all the good things that come with with that. I'm not, often not as good about talking about the perks, you know, of doing uh. this work is that the body heals, the, you know, the life heals and, of course, the, your own abilities begin to open up and you can do this stuff yourself, yeah. Well, that so. sounds so exciting because we all really want to know how to create a portal of higher frequency and work with that. And that's what mm. the, uh, the circle of light will assist us with, right? Indeed. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Oh, goodness. Well, Georgia Jean, um, we're going to let you do your thing and bring forth the circle of light. Hi, yes, indeed, dear ones, we are here and we are most delighted to make connection with you here on another magnificent day in your earth plane. Yes, it is always wonderful to come forward in this way. And dear one, we uh, would like to uh, uh, just turn it over to you to see uh, what, how it is that we can assist you today. Would you like us to... Uh, answer some questions that George has summed up a lot uh, there. And, of course, there's always more and more and more we can share. But um, or would you like us to just move right into this sort of mastery consciousness teaching attunement? It's up to you, dear one. I would say our audience can send in some questions over our chat lines, both on YouTube and our webpage chat. But in the meantime, it would be beautiful to recognize how uh, here's a question as we talk about mastery consciousness when can we begin to recognize these shifts within ourselves can you talk a little bit more about that like our ascended master do we have to 
think about who we might be? How can we just allow that to unfold? Yes, very good. So as Georgia has been uh, explaining, there really are multiple levels of how ascended consciousness can move in to the physical body. there is attunements that have to happen in the energy system. Uh, there is uh, the neurological, biological adaptations that George has been speaking of as well. There are uh, things that have to uh, align and attune with the, the earth consciousness. So uh, what we want people to understand is that there there is a sort of energetic technological aspect of this because you're talking about uh, consciousness moving into a biology and a planet that it wasn't initially built for. You all who are hearing this and who are resonating with this uh, came in with this intention as a possibility for you to do. You would not be here if that were not so. And so set into your uh, the energetics of your biology is an adaptability that allows for this. But it's important to understand that you are moving from one framework to another. So you couldn't incarnate with a biology set to go uh, for the full potentialities of the 5D grid. You had to incarnate with a biology that was appropriate for the frequencies and the storylines of the 3D grid. And maybe you had some elements uh, that were already showing up indicating your adaptability later on. But you couldn't have all of these things open up and set and ready to run. It's like running a a car that wasn't built to take diesel on diesel. It just is is a different framework. So over the years, whether you've been consciously pursuing this or not, or just through interactions with, uh, as George is saying, people who uh, embody uh, some some activating keys, if you will. Uh, there have been a lot of biological adaptations being going on, and the adaptations with uh, the c- connection to the Earth framework that could support this. So we're giving you this information because the mind can really start getting into stories about I'm not doing good enough, I'm not being, I'm not meditating enough, or I'm not, not being uh, spiritual enough or metaphysical enough or whatever to allow this to happen. And, and also when a big wave of energy starts to come in and initiates these frequencies, that there is a period of adaptation that comes. So you may hear some exciting news about what is going on for humanity's shift, but you physically and your planet has to upgrade to allow this to move into your visceral created potentiality. So have some patience with this. It's, it's, uh, it's important. It isn't like a kind of 
oh, you're at one level of consciousness and if you're good enough, you get to go to the next level of consciousness. You actually have to bring your machinery through which you are experiencing consciousness through to the next level. You have to upgrade that petrol car to a diesel car so you can function well. And a lot of the quote-unquote ascension symptoms and issues that people have been experiencing are what forces these uh, necessary adaptations to make these biological changes. So be aware that, yes, this is a process that's taking place on multiple levels, multiple levels, and part of your potentiality when you are awakening or how quickly you're awakening or how quickly you are coming into this is to do with the collective consciousness. So there are people who have sort of been a bit ahead of the game and have been doing some big work to help open up the collective consciousness to allow these shifts to even start to initiate and happen. And that sets off a sequence of a next sort of group of people being able to uh, to start this process um, and it's going to happen over time uh, where uh, the numbers of people operating in the multidimensional reality so consistently that it becomes the collective agreed reality is 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 going to take some time. Uh, so uh, if you are somebody who's opening up to your multidimensionality and you're experiencing things on a multidimensional operating system and, but you're feeling isolated uh, with this or it, it doesn't always feel accurate because you have to learn it, you have to attune it. It isn't about being suddenly gifted or not. It's about tuning your system to operate on this level. So have patience. But a big shift is happening with this potentiality of more people embodying their master consciousness so they can hold this higher frequency like beacons. And it isn't just, as Georgia said, through this, teaching it and speaking it is through what they create and generate and that people see it and experience it, that these frequencies are being transmitted and spread out through consciousness in the broad spectrum. You're probably well aware that it's still only a very small percent of the population that are uh, doing coming onto a phone call like this or doing self-help because this isn't how the general frequencies will transmit throughout the planetary realm such that this starts to become a collective experience. You all basically agree that you are living in a multidimensional reality rather than the singular linear, singular egoic identity reality that you've been living in up to this time. So when will this happen to you, dear ones? It is happening. There's no stopping it. <laughs> you are already in process. It's sort of like saying, when will you be a, a great pianist? Well, you're going to start with the chopsticks and then you're going to practice and then you're going to learn one song really well and then you're going to learn another song really well and you're going to have times when you're so in the zone. This is where the master, mastery consciousness is really flowing through you and you can experience yourself 
manifesting on a world-changing level, which is the potentiality of the master consciousness, is that you have, and really what it is, is that you have just mastered the matrix of your total reality because you're in full awareness that everything is you and therefore you you have, uh, it is your creation. You have mastery over your creation. Uh, so th- this is something to enjoy the process of, to be delighted by. Yes, we know there's been a lot of pain and struggle uh, for many of you as the denser old 3D uh, energy frameworks have been broken down. A lot of you have sort of borne the brunt of processing uh, collective planetary energy as forerunners, people who are listening to things like this. And that has been a challenge. Uh, but just know your wonderful work uh, has been done and it's time to really start enjoying this. Uh, and anything that is still kind of confounding you, this process of surrender is is now about just taking that thing and putting it in your heart and giving it over to your master consciousness. We, Even as we're speaking with you, we are running energies that are helping to activate your integration with the uh, with the master consciousness. So uh, if you're on the call, you are receiving energetic uh, initiations and we've been working with you the whole time that Georgia was speaking. But we don't have a lot of time to help you understand what to anticipate. So uh, what we would like for you to really understand is that your mind's job and your mind was created by your master consciousness and its job was to keep your master consciousness out. <laughs> so it's, when it is resisting initiation into next levels of consciousness, it's just doing its job really well. And its job was to always keep you distracted from the fact that you are a master consciousness. So now you are transitioning to allowing your master consciousness energy to incarnate fully into embodiment through you. Your job now is to recognize when the mind is still doing a good job at its old job, it's still worrying, it's still obsessing, it's still being indecisive, it's still focusing on on uh, on quandaries that it has. It's, it's continuously distracting you. The seat of your master consciousness is in the heart center. It is not in the mind. The mind is only a tool. When your mind has moved into any kind of psychological state, which includes all of those things we described, includes fears and concerns and worries about psychological time, what has happened in the past, what is going to happen in the future, This is mind. Whenever your mind is active in this psychological way as opposed to just a functional way, uh, like your mind knows how to cook dinner, when it is being psychological, it is doing its job of distracting you from your master consciousness. So the minute you become aware of this, 
We want you to bring your attention into your heart center, which is the gateway of the master consciousness to flow through. And with your free will, this is the only sort of free will left, free will choice, surrender your mind. Say to yourself, whatever the quandary is, whatever you're being distracted on, whatever you're feeling, even though I don't know how to fix or heal or change or resolve or transmute or make better this thing, I'm giving it over to my master consciousness and pull the energy of that into your heart and surrender it over. Each time you surrender the energy of something that is an egoic construct, you are literally feeding your master consciousness's expansion. You are taking energy from the egoic projected reality. You are gathering that energy and you are turning it over to your master consciousness. And this is what dissolves the egoic framework and begins to replace it with the, the reality your master consciousness is creating for you. And then that is what you begin to step into and start to experience. So the mind wants to go, I can fix this, I can solve this. But this is not the time for that, dear ones. You have done the work you can do with your mind to get to this place, to be listening, to this live conversation or recording. What you have to do now is make that choice. If you want to experience the power of living in your ascended master consciousness, you have to keep surrendering. That's how you move into that framework. That's how you keep opening the door, opening the door and seeing the other room and now existing in the other room. That is how you do it. So uh, the, there's so much energy that's hitting the planet softening the body, softening the ego, relaxing, and just saying, all right, I am allowing with my free will to let my master consciousness move on in. Your master consciousness knows how to do it because it created everything. <laughs> you do not have the cheat codes <laughs> to allow the master consciousness to do what it can do, to do what it can do to dismantle the system that it created in the first place. Does that make sense to you, ones? Yes, it really explains the power of surrender and the expansion that comes from it. So Indeed. thank you yes. for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This awareness. You speak with an, mm -hmm. an, an emphatic, emphatic voice on this because... The mind is so good at distracting. So <laughs> when you think back about this call, think about the part where we spoke to you very loudly. Even though I don't know how to fix or heal or resolve or change or transmute this situation, I'm turning all of this over to the part of me that does, to the master consciousness that I acknowledge that I am and that I am surrendering to become. Beautiful. Can you talk a little bit about the physical symptoms in this process? Do we always have to experience the physical symptoms or what could we do with that, with any symptoms Indeed. that may arise? 
Very good, dear one. And this is a it is a big question. What we will say to you is your mind and your biology tend to sense the unknown, sense the unknown and create resistance in very similar ways each time it's going to do this. So as you are initiating into higher frequencies, higher foreign to your mind frequencies, uh, one of the responses can be these physical manifestations. Uh, and a physical symptom and manifestation is a very, very good way to agitate the mind and put the mind into controlling driver's seat. And so uh, mm-hmm. everything is, ener- is, ener- is energy and your human biology is to the mind one of the most defining things that make you a human being. So when you are moving an operating system in uh, the master consciousness or your galactic consciousness or your 5D consciousness or your new consciousness beingness, whatever that is sort of expanded beyond your knowing yourself as a, as a human physical biology, uh, you are now challenging the deepest genetically programmed belief structures of what it is to have human condition to what it is to be a human being, to be human. And so very often when you are initiating into a next level, physical symptoms come up. But you have to recognize that this is an illusion, that your biology is still, it's an illusion that you're living through, but it is still mutable state. It is still a mutable illusion, just in the same way as water flows. Your biology is a mutable experience. And as you're moving into your master consciousness, uh, you can initiate the intelligence of the master consciousness that assists you in uh, shifting your, your concept of your biology as being a very set physical thing, a very set solid thing, to a mutable expression of energy. So understanding that principle to begin and to actually assist that process with physical relaxation, the physical softening of the body. Within your body, you have very often set up a system of unconscious resistance places that you're tensing, embracing, and resisting. And this is inhibiting to uh, new higher frequencies actually being able to move in to that biological level to uh, assist in the adaptive process. So understanding where your uh, physical tension and resistance is and, and, and work with relaxing the physical body particularly when you're exposing yourself to uh, something that is of high frequency, is a wonderful way to start alleviating uh, your, uh, your, your symptoms. Uh, and of course, there, because you are still operating in 3D reality, there are things that you can do in 3D reality that are going to make you feel better physically. You are not at the point yet 
where you can abandon uh, in your own belief structure what supports your physical system. But as these adaptations take place, and many of you will have noticed that you have experienced adaptations in what you enjoy eating or what feels good to you on a physical level, uh, again, uh, don't think you're not getting there if you are still uh, experiencing being affected on a physical level. It's all part of the process. So listen to your body, what makes it feel good, what brings it expansion, and also work with the psychological charge that any physical symptom has because psychological charge is an indicator of resistance and unintegrated energy. So it's very common in points of initiation that people either have physical symptoms or they feel psychologically worse about their bodies if they are inclined to have resistance show up around their body in that way. Uh, so uh, you may have a a physical problem or you may have uh, feel bad about your body in some way this is all indicators that the egoic mind is resisting higher frequencies coming in and 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 being uh, integrated so you have to work with a lot of self-acceptance at all of these levels to let that energy move thank you so much for that thank you thank you thank you as we relax the body and as we um, uncover this um, resistance and we surrender it, what do you have to say about uh, physical activity and working out? Um, just very quickly here, I know that some think that maybe we should just stop building our muscles. What are your comments on that? All right, this is a very good question. Psychological resistance in the body is different from the body being wired as a useful tool. So resistance, because your body is going to function to do things <laughs> uh, while you're in physical framework, so exercise and things like that can still be very valuable if it is uh, increasing your positive state and your positive well-being, sense of well-being, and it's making you feel um, healthier and stronger. You can be, you can do a pro progressive body relaxation to uh, allow the energies to move in because it's actually more about psychological resistance, which is mind-based and maybe showing up as physical issues, then uh, the aspects of your biology that are connected to its functioning as a tool. Okay, beautiful. Thank you. Okay, I've got some questions from our audience that I'd like to ask. Um, in New Mexico... We have a beloved being who says, I need a good technique to restore faith and trust. Lifetimes of agonizing deaths are trying to bring light and failing. How can I convince my mind to trust this higher being actually cares about me despite all the facts to the contrary? 
Indeed, dear one, yes. And we have great love and compassion for this experience because many of you who incarnated in this lifetime took upon themselves a huge amount of work of purification of the density of the planetary consciousness, not just the current consciousness, but the collective history of humanity. And if you have experienced some sort of very painful theme in your life, it's because you were here to help purify that from the consciousness of of the collective energy. And we have so much love and appreciation for you. Many dear ones who are awakening as masses have had huge amounts of density to experience. And we can only say to you that we have tremendous gratitude and appreciation for what you have been doing. And we uh, completely... Uh, are in awareness that many dear ones are struggling with trust at this time. They are struggling that to believe that things could get better after so many years of working through planetary density. And this is where we say shifting the consciousness into the heart is where you will begin to experience the reality that is being created through the heart And when the mind is holding on to the pain of the past and things that have happened, it is in fact still in psychological time and space. And it's very understandable that this is happening. So bringing your awareness into the heart and surrendering into the heart, there isn't really a big risk for you to seat your awareness Uh, out so much of the mind frame and into the heart center uh, in order to access and open the master consciousness. And if if your mind is going into psychological time, it's an indicator that you need to move into the heart more to experience the reality that is being created uh, through that. We can only tell you and reiterate, dear ones, that the work that you have been doing has massively been done. And uh, the potentialities that are coming in from the Master Consciousness, yes, you will begin to experience how the Master Consciousness creates and manifests through you as you do the surrender and as you give over. And your mind will begin to start collecting evidentiary awareness that it needs, that this is actually working better than staying in the fear and the sorrow of the old mind, the protective, because it is trying to protect you when it makes you feel mistrusting. You just love and accept the part of yourself that's trying to protect you with that skepticism or with that doubt or with that fear and bring your awareness back to the heart and say, show me uh, and uh, you will begin to manifest it. You will begin to experience it. The lightning will happen. Beautiful. Thank you. Yes, shifting it into the heart. Well, now, circle of light, it would be so beautiful to create a portal of higher frequency energy. I actually can already feel it, so it seems like you've been doing it. Yes, yes, and it's, it's really... 
we're beginning to really amplify this now. So, yes, dear one, please just bring your awarenesses into your hearts. And if it's a struggle for you, you can do a little trick of visualizing your brain as if it's sliding down and sitting inside the heart center. And just bring a little softening through your body. Look for any of those secret points of tension. Just relax. And if you have areas where you do have physical manifestations or uh, continual issues or problems or even past issues and problems, these are places you want to bring your awareness in to and look for deeper micro-releases of tension. Even if it feels relaxed in there, go even more deeply into that micro-release of tension. And just connect with the idea that your physical body is a mutable experience and soften any tensing or bracing against what is around you. And just begin to become aware of anything which is what we now call the toys of the mind. Anything that is holding your mind's attention is distracting you. And they can be very valid very real issue. The physical issue is a very real experience that is distressing. A heartbreak is a very real experience that is distressing. But in this framework we're speaking of you to, they are still the toys of the mind. They are still things that are distracting you from the fact that you are master consciousness. They are still things that are distracting you from being in the knowingness But you are an infinite and powerful being that has already mastered creation throughout all space and time. So just bring any of those toys into the heart and surrender. And you, you might have some big sticky toys that will require multiple surrenders. That's all right. It doesn't mean you're not good at surrendering. It just means that that is where your energy that's still in resistance is showing up in that storyline. So multiple surrenders on one storyline can have the same effect as uh, multiple surrenders on many storylines. It doesn't matter if it's the same sticky subject. Do not judge yourself. Just be aware that anything 
keeping you out of being seated in the heart is a mind toy. And just bring it into the heart. We're increasing the frequency now. So if your mind becomes more agitated or you are aware of any pressure or tension or pain in your body, just realize this is just some resistance. All you have to do is say to yourself, I love and accept the part of me that is resisting the integration of my master consciousness self. Good, dear ones, and then focus back in the heart. Keep bringing your awareness back to the heart, even if it gets distracted on a toy. This is such a powerful tool, and the muscle you really want to be building right now is the highway to the heart. you had asked a little earlier should you be trying to guess who your master consciousness is dear one it will come in knowingness if you're guessing if you're uncertain then you're probably still in the mind just wait for the knowingness the knowingness is the indicator that the consciousness is seating more fully and you may pop out of it because you are so multidimensional. If you don't know, it isn't time. That's all it is. If you're confused or in indecision or guessing, in that moment you are in mind. So you're not actually seated fully in the master consciousness. So just bring your awareness into your heart. Surrender that confusion, that guessing. But right now, just say to yourself, even though I don't know how to fix or heal or change or get rid of my mind's resistance to my master consciousness, I'm actually giving all of that over to my master consciousness to the part of me that does.
Your master consciousness made your mind. Your minds are doing wonderful jobs. The jobs that they were created for. Do not berate yourself when your mind is active. Just love and accept the part of you that is doing that job well. And then guide it to the heart. Love and accept the part of me that is in resistance to my master consciousness self. Much of what will assist this integration is actually very simple. It's the mind that likes to really make it uh, complex, like you have to jump through a lot of hoops to get this right. But know that this process is happening. If you are listening to this call, it is happening for you. Become a stronger witness for when your mind is active. Go ah. I'm in indecision, I'm in psychological time, I'm in fear, my nervous system is acting up. It's just my mind doing a good job. And I love and accept the part of me that is in resistance to the full integration of my master consciousness self. So as you pull all of that energy into your heart, that's in that resistance, just imagine an infinity eight going from the heart center up around through the thymus, which is just down from the throat. You're just going to pull all the energy that is within your egoic construct but still in resistance to the master consciousness through that infinity eight. And this process of using the Infinity 8 helps to purify all the energetic templates that show up in your psychology, in your biology, in your, uh, the creation of the earth itself, in the frameworks that determine the experience that you have on this planet that helps to purify that imprinting on the energy. And restore it back to pure creative energy. 
that you are giving to the Master Consciousness now to create a new reality for you. Whatever the mind is saying, I love and accept the part of me that doesn't believe I can be a master consciousness creator. Bring the energy of it into your heart. Surrender it, even though I don't know how to fix or heal or change or get rid of this disbelief. I'm giving this over to my master consciousness. Bring it into the heart and run it through the infinity end. You are here to be powerful creators. Many of you have struggled and been through challenges and this was to seat you in your heart consciousness. You cannot attain access to the master consciousness levels of power if you have not seated in your hearts. Because you are incarnating as master consciousness. Well, yes, for your own uh, joyful experience of life but to also uplift the planetary consciousness. In seeding in the heart, you're bringing creation to the planetary consciousness that is now centered in the heart. Hearts are the gateways to access this power. It is the only way you can have access to this power. Very good, dear ones. We understand that Georgia has created something that contains uh, multiple levels of attunement to support the integration. Understand that uh, these integrations are happening, but as you expose yourself to supportive frequencies, they will happen faster with more ease and you also gain more conscious understanding of what this process is. 
There's nothing wrong with getting some of the information <laughs> consciously via another source until you move more fully into your knowingness and your understanding, which is uh, is, is effect of the process itself. So, uh, is there anything else you would like to ask at this time, dear one? Well, I just want to thank you so much for that beautiful experience. <clears throat> I myself am floating, and this is what it feels like to be heart-centered. And that experience is so important for our world right now. But I just want to thank you so much, Circle of Light, for this beautiful, amazing experience. Indeed, dear ones. We adore you all so very much until we're meeting in this way or some other way. We love you very much. And for now, we will say goodbye, dear ones. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we'll await for <laughs> beautiful Georgia to return. You're back just like that. Well, I am elated. I mean, I feel so blissful. And mm, wonderful. this is really an empowering place to be a very, mm. um, right. I mean, this is where, this is like the flip switch where yeah. the stories are gone and we mm-hmm. are truly able to create and, yeah. and be inspired. So it's, it's absolutely yeah. luscious. It really is. It's, it's so glorious and because I've worked with so many people <laughs> who've had such struggles. I personally, as a practitioner, am so happy that this is happening for for everybody. You know, it's just, um, it's just really, really, it's very moving and it's wonderful. Yes, and when we look at the big job that we are doing on our on our planet, mm-hmm. in our world, to uh, instead of looking at the old systems crumble, uh, or or blaming anyone or yeah. worrying. This is really a powerful tool to stay centered in the heart and create with the new and to put our energy really where it counts. So again, I just thank you for that mm-hmm. beautiful uh, expression with the circle of light. Mm, my pleasure. Mm. Thank you so much for having us. Yes. Okay. And so now there are tools. We're going to let everyone know about a package. Mm. A cu- you've got a couple of special offer options for people to really go deep into these teachings on an advanced level. Yeah. So can you talk yeah. a little bit about that? Yes. So I created a package. Um, there is a um, there's a video where I because this is a lot of information. I know we kind of <laughs> packed a lot in there, but there is a um, a video that kind of goes through some of these principles and some of the strongest things that you can do is learning to be aware. Where am I seated right now? Am I in the little me, which we we call the little me, the mind? Um, Am I seated in the witness or am I seated in, in creating and generating in the master consciousness? And the witness spot is kind of the best uh it's the most quickly accessible level for us to seat before the master consciousness 
has moved in and biologically adapted, if you will, um, sufficiently so you're experiencing more of the manifestation of the master consciousness is and so I kind of cover that I talk about that in the video some some of the things that you want to be looking out for to know okay oh right I'm in my little me it's time for me to surrender and t turn this over um, mm -hmm. and then the the recordings are in the f first package are uh, were selected because they work on some of those different levels of that the, the circle we're talking about that we have to receive attunements for or that we're getting attuned for. I, and I think that's the message is that these attunements are happening, but with the help of these recordings that hold these frequencies, it kind of puts you into that room where the attunements can happen faster and the biology can adapt. So there's like um, the... Um, each one of them sort of go, speaks to a different level of that um, where the achievement needs to take place. Like it's, uh, there's one for like downloading the templates, there's ones that do, that work with the earth energy, there's ones that are, they just teach different levels of this, this whole concept of what's going in. And the more you have mentally to understand, the more, you can now become a, an, a, your mind can be a helpful facilitator to this process rather than being all sus suspicious and freaked out by it. <laughs> so I think that's the mm -hmm. real, the real benefit. And then the other packages include, um, having access to the conference calls that we do, the weekly conference calls that we do where we do each call is an hour long and we do bigger attunements. Or we actually work with the um, the planetary templates, which is this work. Uh, Wednesday night calls, we actually work with clearing collectively, seated in the master consciousness, clearing collectively these big planetary templates. For example, the template of war, which is one of the recordings that I've included in the second package. Um, so that's really when you start doing the work of the master consciousness which is to uplift the planet, you actually get more of the energy that is available from seeding in the master consciousness because you're operating from from its sort of true, true place. So it's kind of, yeah. Once mm -hmm. you do more of that work, you actually gain more personal benefit, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's opening you up, right? It's, it's yeah, yeah. It's giving you access, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah so all of the recordings have teachings in them a lot of them have different ways to do the progressive body relaxations or to move into the now moment where you can access that um, and yeah just can design them to even if you're listening to the recordings and you fall asleep it doesn't matter because it's the frequencies and the knowledge is moving in at the level that you're that you're ready for at that moment and then you mm -hmm. can listen to them again and reach it on another level and oftentimes you'll stay awake through the recording when your energy attunement is ready to actually receive the full information consciously if that makes sense yes absolutely i mean even in this session today i personally got sleepy and i know maybe some others yes. 
might have popped off <laughs> yes. as well. Because again, this is the this is what we expect when we drop into the heart and we can totally yes. relax. And that relaxation yes. is what allows yeah. us to move into I mean, we're in the heart, 100%. but it's also yeah. like the quantum mind or the all consciousness. That's right. And the and the circle will will knock people out because if the conscious mind is too, if the little me egoic mind is too resistant to the concepts of what's happening, it's going to actually distract and be a bit of a pest. So frequencies, I'm used to making people fall asleep and I don't take it personally. I'm like, okay, so we're doing, we're doing our job here. So um, it's, uh, you know, it helps. Yeah, that getting sleepy is a good indicator, and I actually recommend, particularly people who have like insomnia. Who, if I've had a lot of insomnia oh, yes. during periods, <laughs> if you pop these recordings on at like that, that classic two, three in the morning when it all yeah. seems to be happening, <laughs> they will knock you out. So there you um, go. <laughs> yeah, they'll knock you out because, and it may be that you're you're needing to receive these frequencies. Um, because you can do this by yourself without this, but it's just having the support of frequencies. You know, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you make it easy? Because then you get to the, you know, you get to the good fun stuff faster, and you don't have to get that that soul crash that might be pushing you to actually seek something that is beyond what your current consciousness is actually at consciously. <laughs> Right, and so, we want to you know, do it with ease and grace. We don't want the soul crushing. No way. Yeah, we have all had it, had it up to, yeah, <laughs> had up to you with that. So, yeah, the circle is beautiful. I, I, it's hard to get across in an in an hour and a half. Just how much, how how extensive their their what they have to offer is, you know. And how deep and how beautiful the frequencies are. Um, I just feel so. I've done this work for a long time, often when barely anyone was on board with me doing it, and it just has always been amazing to me. And it's wonderful that you know more people are really, you know, coming in and finding them and working with them. I'm just so grateful to hold that gateway open for people. Well, beautiful Georgia Jean, these are attunements in our energy system, in our bodily functions. It's really allowing the physical body to catch up with these frequencies, getting an adaptation to these frequencies, and they're there for you. And these tools are simply meant to assist people with that ease and with that grace. And so that mm. special offer with those three options are available on this webpage, um, wherever this is posted, look in the description link and you will find that link to look at the special offer. And I do want to just thank you for that because I know there's a lot of work that goes into creating these and there's mm. a lot of value. People get good experiences with them. And I just mm. appreciate the fact that you are here to offer this in this way for those who resonate with it. So thank yeah. you so much for that. Thank you so much for creating the space for us to do that through. I'm very appreciative. 
Well, thank you. I just want to share a quick comment here. Um, Elizabeth share, from Rocky Hill shares that it was such a beautiful experience. She got very hot internally just before the infinity mm. wave. Mm. And um, always focusing on the heart, centering in love. Um, what's the circle of light's view of this um, heat that she felt? The And is the frequency yeah. vibration the larger goal? Uh, that's interesting you bring up the heat because I, once, when this master consciousness thing came in, I actually experienced that too, almost like an internal sort of hot flash burn, not burn, but yeah, heat, like, and I, I feel like it was to do, um, with this, because we also work, and in the clearings we'll hear some of it, we were, we were working on the tiny particulate level, like the atomic, subatomic, uh, sorry, molecular atomic, subatomic levels and beyond. Um, you know, things are moving at that level. And I just think the volume of energy that is this master consciousness that's moving in is massive. And it's really, you know, boring into, uh, in down into those, that tiniest level of our physicality. And I believe that heat is the byproduct of, of that going on. And I know exactly what she's talking about. And it's awesome to hear <laughs> that, yes. that you oh. experience that. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yes, it's not just heat flashes or when we experience yeah. the, the symptoms, yes, the mind gets very distracted. But we do just mm. use this tool moving back into the heart and experiencing just this frequency again and surrendering. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, so beautiful to have you here. I thank you so much for your time. We will have you back in a number of ways because this is just exquisite information. And Mm -hmm. I just have to say, as we say goodbye, one of the things that would be so helpful in this really serious world of even metaphysics or spirituality or consciousness if you want to call it that would be to have a sense of humor so as a a stand-up comic a former (laughs) stand-up comic i just want to (laughs) say to you personally it would be so fun to see you as like the cosmic comedian (laughs) 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 i did hold a retreat in hawaii recently and it was a bit of a uh you know (laughs) it's like I don't feel like I fit the mold necessarily of a quote-unquote spiritual teacher. It was a sort of like comedy consciousness jam. Uh, right. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, I can't help it. It's part of who I am. So. And we are in deep shift, so there you go. Yes, we are. So lighten up, everybody. Lighten up, everybody. It's You have to lighten up to ascend. We really do. That's so. right. Yeah, 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 exactly. And lighten up. <laughs> yeah. Well, Georgia Jean, as we say goodbye today, I want to thank you so much and I just want to give you a moment to wrap up any thoughts that you might want to conclude with. Yeah, I mean, um gosh, I feel like I got a lot out that I wanted to share, but um yeah. I just the the witness is the really the big point, the big muscle that people can use right now, witnessing when you're in the mind, doing the surrender building the highway to the heart, um, being just accepting that we actually don't understand what is happening until it's sort of happened and be okay with that. Like, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a 
it's not a competition about who could be who can get it the most right. It is we are in an incredible unfolding um and I feel like I've gotten that much more deeply. Um, we are in an incredible unfolding that we can't predict what's going to happen. I think people really in- anticipate something to happen. Like with 2012, you know, it's all going to be like this after after we get there. But we actually can't, from our current state of consciousness, anticipate or guess what it's going to be like. So, so sort of enjoy the excitement of that mystery because I tell you when those things do start happening it's so cool and it's usually better than what we kind of guess like it's going to be like so allow the master consciousness to to delight us and but also realize that we're here to shift the planet so it's for us and it's for everybody and embrace that part to instead of resisting that um, and that really lightens the load. And um, yeah, we, you know, we're here. Yeah. Yay, we are here to shift the planet and we are doing it. Yes. And so we yeah. thank you and we actually thank everyone who, listening, who listens to this because that is what we're here to do. And as we change this vibration within ourselves, it shifts mm-hmm. the world and it is beautiful. And that's our purpose. So thank you, Georgia Jean and the Circle of Light for this quantum conversation. As we say goodbye then today, it I just want to remind our listeners to check out the special offer with Georgia Jean. You can learn some of the teachings and work with the energy attunements that the Circle of Light bring forth. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And now it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. We're going to have a little fun and get a little mm, upbeat this evening. So enjoy and send your collective consciousness to the cosmic heart. Namaste.
Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.